Hi everyone, I'm Lottie. Uh, hi, I'm David. And we're Shop Blast Media. And this week we're going to be chatting about advertising trends. Obviously, we are in the middle of lockdown. I think we're sort of five weeks into it now. And one of the things that we have seen is changes in advertising on TV. So media can't get out there. Advertisers, video companies can't get out there and shoot professional content. So there has been a big shift in the industry. So we're going to have a chat through some of the adverts that we've seen out there at the moment and just get a good glimpse into what's going on. Yeah, with, um, especially uh, this last few weeks, everyone at home with or my friends, family, and people at work have all been using, uh, you know, like Zoom, Google Hangouts, Skype, FaceTime, all that stuff to spat to each other. So it's become more accepted to be seen to be used in advertising. So there's particularly some adverts like there's a Tesco one, uh, Microsoft Teams one, that everyone seems to be accepting this kind of look. And kind of what I've really noticed. What as well as how have notes of editing that sort of stuff as well is if the aud if the audio is good then it doesn't really necessarily matter how bad the video is if you can see it it's not so bad if you can hear it well that is the main thing. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I guess as filmmakers we you're, we're always going to have a bias towards that professionally shot content because that's our livelihood, that's what we produce, that's what we create. But I think at the heart of all of this and with any production is back to the fact that story is key so any good story any narrative that you've got that has good storytelling techniques in there is the main thing that is going to pull together the production and, and make sure that that content engages with the audience yeah exactly i mean ever since the history of of basically news whether it's from you know second world war of old you know cameramen filming stuff on you know, beaches of Normandy up to, you know, people now filming, eyewitnesses filming stuff on their phones. The content, the quality of how it's filmed doesn't necessarily matter. It's the story that it's telling. If there's, if there's footage of that particular thing, then it's always used in the news. That's true. I guess it's not to underestimate, though, as well, the power of visual storytelling, because, of course, you've touched on sound and sound is absolutely key. I think, you know, if you've got good quality sound, you can you can listen to something and have bad visual visuals. But on the flip side of that, you can watch a silent film and the visual does the storytelling. So that is that visual storytelling style without any kind of narrative where we have expressions in people's faces that again help us to tell that story. So there's sort of there's there's a couple of different ways I think you can look at it, which is interesting. There's always been those adverts, particularly for toothpaste, where it's like they're intentionally shot low quality. You know, you've got this Dutch tilt on a like some old DV camera in like a dentist surgery. But it also still the sounds very good, you know. That, but that's intentionally done. That's like it's like a genre of its own, you know. Toothpaste adverts of some dentist give some testimony about some sort of toothpaste. And I guess that's for that brand to give it more of a homemade look, which would subsequently, I guess, from a, a marketing spin point, give it uh, that tag of maybe a bit more genuine or authentic, even though. Clearly, it's still the brand trying to spin the message. So I think this is going to be the, the interesting thing when we get into this discussion is looking at the, the type of content that's out there. So what are the actual messages that are going out there in terms of what people are saying? Are they promoting more about the situation that we're in at the moment with lockdown and staying safe and, and thank yous you know, to the NHS? There's all of that side of things versus 
people actually talking about their product or their service and promoting what they're doing, but they're looking at it differently. I think what is nice to see, though, um, with a lot of advertising out there, are the brands that are taking this situation and they're not saying, hey, it's it's not business as usual and we're not going to go down the usual path of talking to you in the in the same tone and the way in which they would do ordinarily that was maybe a big part of their brand and they're communicating differently I almost feel like some of these big companies are letting their professional guard down a little bit which is opening up a different genre of content that actually does feel a lot more raw it does feel a lot more genuine and real and maybe that's a good thing um yes it's homemade from a look and feel point of view so it's gonna add to that naturally but i think from an actual content point of view maybe that's a good way to go maybe having something that is a bit less polished and a little a little less structured and a bit more real and humanity based is is good from a building trust and a good brand reputation point of view because it feels more human you can connect with that a little bit more than something let's say that is totally polished Indeed, yeah, big brands are, especially ones like some of the adverts we're going to go into, like Barclays, are becoming self-aware of the situation and, and like everyone's in. So yeah, they're trying to, they are connecting more well, with the audience, with their customers. On the flip side of like other big brands that, you know, we're used to seeing these really, really glossy, expensive, high-value, high-production Christmas adverts, you know, from the, you know, what's, you know, spend millions on these adverts and also the campaigns like when you think of that now and what you know will they do that this this coming christmas it just that seems really to me it seems that doesn't seem quite right that they should do it you know do you expect more adverts like say this christmas to be more more grounded more like home and family orientated ones not some like cgi dragon in some fantasy village and etc I know it will be interesting. I know we're sort of touching on John Lewis here, but it will be interesting to see what they do this year because obviously their Christmas adverts, and again, it will be down to their agency, which will have to come up with some some good ideas. But I think you're right. I think there's there's an element of you know millions and millions get spent on this advertising. Is it the right thing to do? You know, we're in a pandemic. People are dying. People are losing loved ones. There's a huge amount going on for people at the moment and people want a form of um, entertainment. They want a form of escapism from the reality that we see ourselves in. So maybe advertising has to get a bit more down to earth and a bit more humble and a lot less polished and a bit more real in the sense of, you know, we're in real life. Let's not throw you into some fantasy world, which actually maybe people don't want that right now. So it'd be interesting, I think, to see how um, how that shifts, certainly at Christmas, because by then we should be back back up online and certainly film crews will be able to hopefully go out there and shoot more stuff and do what they do best. So, yeah, it will be interesting to see, I think, what which way it goes, um, whether we actually take a bit of what we're in now and use that and, and brands use that to their advantage a bit more. Yeah, I think they're saying that they can... You can still get your message and your brand and all that still across by spending less money to do it. You can. And it, there's all levels of, of, of glossiness. I mean, I think it's not to take away from the professional look 
and feel certainly um i mean we'll touch on it there are adverts out there you know certainly animations where you've got professional voiceover and you've got professional animation that still look lovely and branded simplistic polished um that present really nicely but then can also still get across um a very simple key message so i think um yeah it might disrupt the market a little bit it's usually about now where um kind of advertising agencies and companies are thinking about their their christmas adverts because you know it obviously takes a long many months to to you know to work on the script and then you know a lot of them end up shooting especially like christmas specials or tv shows you know they, they usually film it in the summer so you know they'd be thinking now of what they're so let's have a chat then about some of the adverts that we've seen barclays yeah so this, this barclays um one of the staff at home i think it's it's well, one of the be- better ones I think I've seen the last you know few few weeks. Um, or well, the technical thing, I'm just trying to think. Oh, how did the guys do this? It looks like also they all had ones. They all had the same script, and they got everyone just to say the whole thing, and then they just picked out the best bits of everyone. It still looks pretty good. I must have still told them of, of you know to, where to stand in the light, how to frame it. I mean, it is a mix of different the aspect ratios, but it just works because everyone's how it's edited together. It's very succinct. It says it keeps the message flowing. Yeah, I agree. I think it looks and sounds pretty good. I think you've got, you've obviously got a few people there with, um, they've, they've chosen a cross section of their staff, which is really nice. Clearly people that are uh, maybe, you know, administrators and would be the people in the bank serving you. And then the people that are in, you know, higher management. Yeah, you've got a mix of stuff. You've got that nice off cut at the end with the sort of behind the scenes where she laughs with the cat. Um, I think there's another cat in the in the background. So you've got pets and it's, it's you know, we're in people's homes. So it's going to have that nice personal feel about it. And I think um, banks certainly at the moment are under quite a bit of scrutiny in, in lockdown. I know it's um, certainly businesses that I've been chatting to have not found it easy dealing with the bank. So they've got quite a bit of an uphill struggle, I think, to win the hearts and minds of people throughout this lockdown, certainly people that run businesses so a lot of their content has to be around you know building trust and credibility which is kind of all they need to do really with their with their past experiences as well so yeah i agree i think it's um it's a fairly good one this one uh so you're, you're me on to the, uh, the tesco zoom chat Nana's yeah. land. <laughs> all right let's have a watch of that one then okay what do you think instantly of watching this well, what I, I guess I think instantly from, from this one is it feels very scripted. And, and of course, it feels like they're all, they're all actors. They're all actors. They clearly are. Um, I don't even think they look like they're related um, in that sense. And, yeah, it's that you can, pro- you can tell they're actors because this content is, you know, food love stories which has been one of their big campaigns for quite some time actually now tesco they've been doing this they've been running this type of campaign and content for some time so clearly it's just variation on the theme they've just got actors the the only thing that they've changed is it's all home shot stuff as opposed to you know stuff on the road and it's made to look like a family so it feels real and authentic um, and again, I guess to the to the standard consumer that's watching this, are they going to question? Are they going to question it in the same way that we do? Yeah, that is interesting. I'm, I mean, the first time I saw it, 
thought that's like oh this is very scripted and they're all act- and they're all actors and the the main character basically the nana like she seems to be the weakest but yet she seems to be the most important thing that she's the thing holding everyone together but yeah that is interesting see what other people would do think about that D- does it seem natural and authentic to them I know it'd be tricky if you've got a huge family and you've got them to try to do it for real or maybe they did try to get to do it for real and the the concept's good, and I've thought for a while that their campaigns, these food love stories, are actually all, they are quite good. The real adverts that they've put out, they've been professionally shot. Um, I've, you know, I thought, oh, actually, yeah, they, they feel pretty good, even though they're clearly actors and, and things like that. It's, I don't know, I think maybe, again, Tesco's have got an opportunity to try and use real people. You know, if we're in real homes, um, why not use real people? Dispel yeah. dispel the myth a little bit, um, you know, change it up. They're, they're still trying to hold on to what was done before. They just changed the fact that it's shot at home. But otherwise, it, it's still at that professional campaign level. That's the only thing that's changed. So, you know... Yes, as filmmakers, we can question the authenticity around that, but I think Joe Bloggs probably won't think any different. Yeah, on the uh, on the positive side, yeah, it it does work that idea of how your family are cooking together. Well, I, I like that concept and how it's it's put together, especially how it's edited, where you've got lots of screens along the bottom, and it, it keeps charge. You know, it changes to the one at the top is the person you find out what they're focusing on, and at the end, it kind of goes to more. You see four people at once. Yeah, so it's, it's really it's really nicely put together. The format's great, the content's great. Family friendly, having a meal or getting together on a Zoom or a hangout, it's a perfect idea. I just feel that really they're, they're, they're missing a trick, and they should have tried to find a real family and you know potentially families within their own you know their own employees. They could have gone down that that road and used their own staff and families within staff to have have done that and it would have felt more credible and real and you still if you'd run something like that you could have still got real sound bites out that might have had more comedy value because it's a real family and they've got in jokes or things you know those sorts of elements could have come out so I think maybe they were maybe missing a trick yeah I mean it's it's good but it does feel very fake the the comparison from that one then with the Microsoft Teams one again as you've said, big names, brands, serious with a positive tone. Um, I really like this one. I think it was a good, simple approach. And you've clearly got lots of really good quality sound bites that are real. This is non-scripted. This is people talking from the heart and a place of passion, I think, as well, based on their role within that brand and that company and how they are then utilising Microsoft Teams and that software to do their job and to do it well. Yeah, exactly. And they said there's big names here, like the police, uh, university, uh, hospital. Um, and I love the, how the, the lady from L'Oreal looks like she's just doing it in a stationary cupboard. That's <laughs> exactly what I thought as well. I thought she's from L'Oreal, which is all about, you know, glamour, hair, makeup. She's in a poorly dim lit room. Um, and I guess it's seeing a big brand literally let their hair down. That's what I thought with that shot. Yeah, same with me. That's and even some of them, like you can see the frame rate's not very, not great. It might be a bit laggy, but it's like what they're saying. We always say content is king. It's the most important thing. And their tone and how they come across. You can, you can tell these are real people. They're not actors like 
we were kind of discussing in the in the Tesco one. And also the it's really the opening text is really is a I thought it's quite powerful. You know, you know it says when the world changed fades out, people started connecting in a new way. I feel that really sums it up. Any content at the moment that is relatable is going to get engagement. People are wanting to connect. It's all about community and spirit of togetherness at the moment because, you know, ironically, we can't be together. And that's where technology comes into play, you know, video conferencing tools to allow us to still feel connected. But I think it's a lot to what makes us feel human as human beings. It is that tactile it is that touch it is that physical connection and 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 with people that we we need and we know we need and i think in some ways maybe we've taken it for granted because it gets stripped away and you want it more than ever yeah and even the end the the closing line is nothing can stop a team thing with the vodafone um ad that we looked at which is using old interlace footage which is of the um yeah, NHS thank you one, yeah. Yeah, and are these brands doing it because they genuinely want to use their advertising slot and money and time to say thank you? Or are they doing it because it's tapping into, well, the NHS are the heroes at the moment, so they need praise and we're going to jump on that bandwagon? Yeah, I was, about, I was literally about to say the same thing. Like on a, on a cynical side, you just think oh, a lot of people are just jumping on this thank you NHS bandwagon. Uh, getting your message across like like if you say NHS and then you say put your company on it then you're going to get again tick lots of boxes on, on what you're doing and then same with this Vodafone one it's like they've used clearly old footage that's, it does look like shots quite a long time ago and it's like oh, well, if we use some old footage it'll look like we've not gone out and filmed some more um, it's, it might be even stock footage you know everyone's got NHS looks like a 999 you know call centre I know, but interestingly, they're clearly not socially distancing and it doesn't say anything to say this is stock footage or this was filmed previously and maybe it should on that advert because, you know, people are really up on that at the moment. They are looking for those sorts of things and maybe that that could be something that could potentially catch them out by not putting that in there. That's it, yeah, this does look a very quick and kind of cheap way of just getting this advert out there, I don't know if this one was on TV. I, I spotted it somewhere on social media, and that's how I've got to the link. Some other adverts that spotted recently that have been saying when they when they've been filmed, like this particular one, this work in social care. It's got a big thing along the bottom for about twenty seconds saying filmed in September twenty nineteen, just to make it super clear for a long, long time that this was done many months ago. We didn't just film this, you know, a few weeks ago. Yeah, and that sort of stuff is, you know, is important, isn't it? Because, you you know, you've not got people in masks or with any PPE. So it's, it's fairly obvious that it was shot before. But I think, it, I think it's right that companies do um, state that. Because, again, people are cynical. People are going to be watching stuff, potentially trying to catch these companies out. So I think it is important that they, they put that down and they, they make it clear. And if it is recycled, you know, it's archived. There's no shame in that. There's a lot of adverts that still go out there that are, are recycled or from older campaigns and they're just, you know, revitalised and relifted. And it's because the budgets are going to be different for, for every single one. And if you've already got something that's shot and it's good and it's in the can, then you might as well reuse it. Why not? Yeah, that's what that's what Sainsbury's have done with the um, Together We Can Help, you know, Big Night In appeal advert. Where they, take, they stay as well on the bottom of the screen made with archive footage. 
So it's a, it have done a really nice thing with like the graphics and animation, made it black and white. There's photos. You know, it's it's really fun how they've done it. It's very seems it's a very different tone and it's still still keeping within the Sainsbury's brand and style. All the other branding you see, whether it's print or other adverts. And if you compare that to the Vodafone one, which doesn't look like much thought into it at all with maybe get some stock footage of the call centre and then just stick our logo on the end. I think the Sainsbury's one is good. And they also did the the animation, didn't they, about, um, you know, how to, how people can stay safe in their stores and, and what to do, which, again, I thought was interesting because it, it's using their airtime, their content to educate people on how to be in their store it's not saying hey we're Sainsbury's come and buy a load of food with us um, and aren't we great and you know more for less I can't remember what their tagline is but you get the drift so that's I think that's kind of good in the sense again their focus is on safety and safety of the staff and safety of the customers and that's a big message that they're pushing it feels genuine I think how they've presented it and how the voiceover sounds with the female voiceover and how that comes across as quite nurturing and caring um it feels genuine to me but again you know we work in marketing film advertising you you know by working in that field there's always going to be you know you're going to be cynical because there's always going to be some kind of spin or message or something has to get conveyed or come across in a certain way to the audience and that's what brands want to do yeah if we, if we jump back a bit in the defense of, of tesco it just reminded me there is a similar one where they've got an advert where they, it's been filmed in one of their stores it, it's just showed people how to social distance like when you come in you'll need to queue here at this site you'll be told when to go in then you'll need to do this then you just keep this distance and so on and that looks like it was filmed again intentionally to, to not be so glossy like looks like the cameras they used weren't like the top cinema ones they normally use for a filmed advert it's made to look um not you know not so nice and not so glossy but it, gen, it does come across as quite genuine i think because it looks like they have just gone to a store uh, and picked the staff that worked there and got them to be in it and they've got one or very short lines each that they say about the various departments in the store and it's and I think as well, I guess supermarkets at the moment, they do have, you know, they've got a lot of responsibility because the only main store that's open at the moment, and it's the for a lot of people, it's the only main place of risk for now that they're gonna come into contact potentially with a lot of other people in a more confined space because people can stay at home and stay out of work and keep themselves safe and distant and all of those things. So yeah, I think you know the supermarkets do have um you know they do have a responsibility on that side to to keep people safe and educate people about how they need to be when they go into the store and what is expected of people and this sort of content i think is going to be around for a while because when we get back to normality whatever that is it's going to be under some kind of restriction certainly to begin with so those adverts, I imagine they'll get some longevity out of them as well, even though they are of, of a time, they'll be able to replay them and replay them and, and use them as a reminder. Yeah, it's really interesting to see how will the transition within these type of adverts, will they continue to keep doing this when we transition back to being able to go out more and everything? Or will they kind of think that this is a good thing to stick with, it's costing us less money, we still get our message across? And then how that develops into into kind of the Christmas period and what will people do. So every like every two years there's usually a big football tournament and this summer it was due to be the European Championships and 
everyone from Sainsbury's to MasterCard, everyone has always had a huge tie-in to whether it's a World Cup or European Championship. And it was meant to be Olympics as well. Like There's always so much advertising, everyone linked to that, which has obviously now all been... Which was pro- a lot of it was probably already done, but they can't obviously not going to use it now. Um, some of it could probably use it next summer when they're planning to redo this stuff. So that's another interesting how all this sport has been cancelled. Any advertising linked to that has now gone. You know, has their money suddenly been freed up, or is it too late? Or will they try and rehash stuff that they've done from previous? Will it have the same look and feel? Yeah, it'd be interesting because I guess if that is shot and that is in the can and it's done, it's just money down the drain, really. It's, it's throwing it throwing it away. Even though the Olympics and European Championships will be next summer, they've said that they're still going to be calling it, you know, Tokyo 2020 and Euro, Euro 2020, even though it's 21. So I guess because they've had a lot of stuff, merchandise already made, it's like we can yeah. still use it. So that'll be a... That'll be an interesting question in a quiz in a few years' time. Which year was Tokyo 2020? It's good to do a review like this on on advertising and look at trends of, of filmmaking. Certainly, I think there's a lot of different things to look at. I think there's the there's the storytelling aspect. Good storytelling and relatability is going to be key for all brands. There is the quality aspect. So good quality sound can prevail, even if your visual stuff isn't as good at the moment because film crews can't get out of get out there and, and do bits and pieces for other brands if they want to keep that professionalism up there they can still use the lights of animation they can use archive footage they can use stock footage and again tie it in with that good quality story and then you know there's there's the messages that are going out there how are they using their advertising slots are they using it for the greater good they're putting safety messages out there thank yous is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Are they jumping on the bandwagon? Um, you know, is the content being a bit more people-based and actually something that is a bit more humble? Is that maybe a shift that we're going to see going forward? And is that is that better thing as well? Possibly. I think so. I think it'd be nice to see a lot of these big brands literally let their hair down and do things that are polished to a degree because it's still got to be produced put together and edited and well crafted any kind of story has to be but is it can it be done now in a different way that actually allows brands to test things and to step outside the comfort zone to try things that are different and actually produce stuff that is much more raw genuine authentic and it's less sort of see-through than it was before yeah because everything was kind of always run on a schedule through the yearly calendar you'd have your You'd have your Easter adverts, summer barbecue ones, etc. Any sports tournaments, you know, Halloween, and then going into Christmas. Can you, yeah, can you do something different? Not spend so much. Change your tone to suit what's going on. Because you know, it would be nice to see something different. Because I said we're just saying, oh yeah, it's the Christmas adverts. You tick all these boxes, and you they're pretty much the same. Every year, you could go out and Google Christmas adverts, and you could just—they're they all just generally the same. It doesn't matter what year they're from. That's the thing; it is breaking the mold. It's stopping that just churn of content, almost content for the sake of it. It's, it's almost as if brands have found a bit of a formula, and that is all they do. It's just the same, and it's like we see with the—you know—I get on that. I end up getting on my bandwagon, but it's what we see a lot with a lot of the the big Marvel films, the big action films. It's that sort of stuff that 
they get a formula and it works and then it's just more, more, more of the same and it's not necessarily challenging that. And I think you have to have disruption because that's what makes the world go round. That's what makes things interesting and it changes things up for the better, sometimes the worse, but quite often the better because people can learn from different things and trying things that are different so it'd be nice to see where um you know media and advertising goes i think over the next six months it'll be um it'll be interesting to see and certainly i think we should do another one of these at christmas and uh, we can see what what's being put out there so there's a lot of different adverts and links in there so much to see i mean be interesting david won't it what's going to come out over the next six months who knows yeah, now now I've kind of spotted these things over the last few weeks and we've talked about it, I'm going to, yeah, there's a part of me, anytime any advert comes up, I'll be like, oh, what are they doing? What are they doing here? What are they doing there? So so in our description, we've, we've put some full links in there. So if you actually want to go in and watch the advert in full, click on the link, you can do. It'll be interesting to get your thoughts and your views, your feedback. What do you make of these new advertising campaigns? Does the content resonate with you? Is it relatable? Does it feel genuine or non-genuine? 